Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What up? Welcome to the Joy Taylor Show. Thanks for hanging with us today on Championship Weekends. It's a busy, busy football weekend. It's been a wild couple of weeks for college football and a big NFL weekend coming up as well. Hope you're enjoying it. You may also hear from Bo and Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam's got a got a big day coming up. You nervous? You feeling good? You, how, how you feeling? Uh, feeling good right now. Eh, not exactly. A lot of stuff going on right in this moment before that big game. Later. <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam's yeah, been kinda, Sam's been working this morning. I've been on pins and needles the, yeah. the whole week and today. So, All right. You well, then yeah. you got a, you got a couple hours to relax. Yeah, yeah we're good. Um, I don't know that I can put you at ease about that game, but I am very much looking forward to absolutely Michigan and Iowa. Later today, we just got the update from David Gascon on the games. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma playing right now. And uh, Baylor is beating Oklahoma. I'm sorry, Oklahoma State, not Oklahoma. Oklahoma State, uh, 21-6. That was the the upset that I predicted yesterday on the herd. So it's, it's, it's looking good so far, but a lot of time left in that game. And, of course, there are... Lots of games coming up today with huge implications in the college football playoff. Georgia, Alabama, Houston, Cincinnati, and Michigan, Iowa. And uh, I'm looking forward to all of those games. We'll talk to Casey Smith, Barstool Sports, host of the Dime Package podcast, about all of those 
games and some of the moves that have happened uh, over the past week in college football, which have been shocking and um, I, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but we could say revolutionary, right? I mean, these are guys that we never expected to leave these schools. And certainly not for other college football positions in Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly. So we'll talk a lot about that today as well. We'll also catch up with Will Blackman, good friend of mine, former player, the wine MVP. He is a, He's studying to be a sommelier. And uh, he is way into wine, and he's very funny and also has a lot of great opinions um, on the NFL. And I'll ask him about the college football moves as well. And Tamara Brown, who is a reporter and host for Patriots.com, that is the game of the weekend in the NFL. Patriots, Bills, Mac Jones, rolling possible offensive rookie of the year has been incredibly impressive. And recently, recently, reportedly, filed for the brand MJ10, which is so aggressive <laughs> on so many levels. But I love it. Everyone builds their brand, and um, and that's his number, and that's his name. So, uh, you know, it's a little, little spin on TB12. I don't know if he has the same methods as Tom Brady, but look, you know, he's at the Patriots. He wants his own uh, merch, and I'm here for it. So we've got a lot going on today, a lot of people to catch up with. Thanks for hanging with us on the Joy Taylor Show. I will give my thoughts on uh, the Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley moves um, in a little bit, but uh, Sam, are we good? Are we ready? We've got a lot going on today, I know. Sorry, turn the pressure out. <laughs> All right, let's get to my favorite five. five. Now, we've got five NFL games for you. Your mind, so you gotta get into it's your five. favorite five. All right, big weekend in the NFL. We are now officially in December. This is crunch time. It's time for big boy football. There's going to be some weather involved. It's uh, it's done with the finesse stuff. It's time to get gritty and find out who the real contenders are as we head into the home stretch of the NFL season and gear up for the playoffs. We have a pretty good idea who the division winners are going to be, but there are a lot of division games left to play. So it could flip. You never know. It's been a wild year in the NFL, and it continues. So let's start with my favorite, my fifth and the favorite five. There's not really an order to these, but let's start with the Cardinals and Bears. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are going to be back after missing three games. Kyler Murray with an ankle sprain. And they were, before those injuries happened, the most exciting team to watch in the league to me. And... They're going up against the Bears defense, and they're in Chicago, and I want to see what they're capable of. The Cardinals were absolutely rolling for a moment there and and have went 2-1 and one with Colt McCoy, which is all you can ask for from your backup quarterback. So I'm really looking forward to that game, seeing Kyler and DeAndre back out there. It's when you want to be healthy going into December, so I'm looking forward to that game. Chargers at Bengals. The battle of Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow taken in the same draft. Obviously, Joe Burrow won, Justin Herbert six, and both have been playing really impressive football. And I'm going with the Bengals in this game, but I can't wait to see what they do. Um, obviously, Justin Herbert is is a phenom, and Joe Burrow was, was on the way before his injury last year, but I'm really impressed with both of these 
these young quarterbacks have been able to do with franchises that have had their shares of ups and downs. So this is a big AFC matchup, and I am really looking forward to that one. All right, now, I know you're going to say joy. It's Jacksonville. But Jacksonville at Rams. Listen, the Rams have lost three straight. They're reeling. And this is one of those games. It's like a perfect setup, a nice get-back game. Odell might be hurt. He might not play. He has a hit pointer, so he might be out. They've had a lot of issues running the ball. Matthew Stafford has thrown a pick six the last three games and had five touchdowns and five interceptions in the last three games. Like, he's really, really struggling. The defense is struggling. They really need to get back on track if they are even going to consider themselves a Super Bowl contender. And this is a great game to do that. Jacksonville's not a good opponent. You should should feast on them. You should be able to win this game convincingly. And I want to see what the Rams are going to do against Jacksonville at home. Broncos Chiefs, big time divisional matchup. Both of these teams always get up for this game. The Broncos have been putting up some some interesting performances. Like for all for all the Broncos are and and Teddy Bridgewater and all that, they're six and five. Chiefs are seven and four. So this is a very winnable game for the Broncos. Obviously, we feel like the Chiefs are back. The defense has been playing much better as of late. But this is a big divisional matchup at Arrowhead, and I'm looking forward to Broncos Chiefs. And now we get to the the game. We get to the meat, the filet mignon, Patriots at the Bills. Now, this is this is the showstopper game of the weekend. Monday Night Football. The big bad Patriots are back with a rookie quarterback. He's Tom Brady 2.0. Everyone's losing their minds. I actually, I, I said last week that if they beat the Titans convincingly, I would buy in. So I, I have to be, a, I have to be a man of my word, and I'm bought in. I submit. Mac Jones is the dude, and this would be, uh, this would be one of those games that would really put a lot of fear in the rest of the NFL if they can go into Buffalo and beat the Buffalo Bills. Well, look, the Patriots have owned the Buffalo Bills for forever. Last year doesn't count. Uh, I'm not holding anything to happen against the, with the Patriots against them last year. So this is a game that obviously the Bills should win. It's at home. Bills are a great team. I do think the Travius White injury is very, very significant. It's a huge loss for them on their defensive side, and uh, and he's a great player. So I, I do I do want to pay attention to that. But this is a game that we're all going to be locked in on, and it, it's a showcase game for Mac Jones and the Patriots who. It seems like I've just picked up right where they left off when Tom Brady left. So I'm really looking forward to Patriots and Bills. All right, so those are my favorite five. Let's get to my dimes. All right. I don't look. I, I can admit the, the Steelers are really struggling. They're 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 having a rough go. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse after this season because if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback position. However, Pittsburgh and Baltimore is a big time rivalry and divisional matchup. The Ravens lead the division. They want to get this win over Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. And the Ravens are favored by four. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh not to win, but to cover. So Pittsburgh plus four in this game. Both of these teams are going to get up for this game. 
It's a big-time rivalry. They don't like each other. There's a lot of animosity. I don't expect it to be a blowout, even though Pittsburgh is struggling. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus four. And Denver plus nine? It's a divisional game. The Broncos are six and five. The Chiefs are seven and four. That's way too many points. Way too many points. I know it's on the road, but Denver plus nine. I'm done with the uh, the big big spreads at this point in the season. There's too much to play for. Too much on the line. Guys are locked in. It's December. No. Denver plus nine. So Pittsburgh plus four. Denver plus nine are my two dimes. And that's my favorite five. We're going to talk to Casey Smith of Barstool Sports and the Dime Package podcast about all of these uh, college football games this weekend and some of the movement. And before we talk to her, I'm going to talk about what I think about the reaction to Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley changing jobs we'll talk about all that next on the joy taylor show fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live he's mike Carmen. i'm dan fired we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called i want your flex twice a week every tuesday and friday we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened what you need to do at that minute and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world that's right dan every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup since starts fantasy football players rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition listen to i want your flex with mike carmen and me dan Bayer, on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast and wherever for you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Oh, I got the vibes on a Saturday. Iowa Sam. Technically, this could be a holiday song. It's called Holiday, Holiday! Yeah, there you go. I love, we have this uh, adorable fragile lamp in our studio. Thanks to Jonas Knox, a little miniature leg lamp from it's, uh, it's very, Christmas Story. Um, yeah, from A Christmas Story. It's, it's very festive. It's awesome. I'm a big decorator. I put my tree up Tuesday. And Are you not real tree or fake? Real tree. Look at you. Yeah, I go all in. I used to be a fake tree person, and then I got my first real tree, and now I'll never go back. They smell so good. They do smell good, and it feels like it just has a different energy to it, you know? Because it's it's a it's just different. Was it expensive? We were talking about how expensive it, it, real trees are. It was show. expensive. I mean, not like crazy, but it it was it was it was kind of expensive because I also have to get it delivered because I'm five foot two, so I'm not transporting a tree anywhere. Um, but I love it. So. By the way, it's Joy Taylor, and it's that time of year. Time to get off the couch and into the stadium parking lot. It's football season, and that means tailgaze, tailgating is back. So this season, do it right. Pack up your coolers, grills, and a widescreen TV and load them into a Ram. The truck brand redefining what a truck can be. Ram leads the pack in interior design, technology, and overall quality. In fact, J.D. Power just ranked Ram the number one brand in new vehicle quality in the entire automotive industry. The first time a truck brand has ever scored that high, Ram Trucks. Have the rugged durability to haul what you need and luxurious interiors to make the drive to every away game a pleasure. So get behind the wheel of the truck brand that will turn heads every time you roll up to the game. Get ready for football with a Ram truck. Learn more about what Ram has to offer at RamTrucks.com. For 2021 J.D. Power Award info, visit JDPower.com slash awards. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk to Casey Smith of Barstool Sports and host of the Dime Package about some of these games. Um, going on this weekend, Baylor is up 21-6 to over Oklahoma State, 734 left in the third quarter. We'll keep you updated on all the games throughout the show. And, of course, we're really looking forward to the rest of championship weekend throughout the day. But the big story in college football this week, actually, it's, I guess it's been going on for over a week now, is Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU, jetting in the middle of the night, literally on their their privates, private jets, which is a wonderful way to travel, by the way. It's a serious flex that they, they like, <laughs> after they steal these coaches, they, like, roll out this whole, like, red carpet situation with these private jets. It's so flexy. It's it's so funny. Like, on top of the fact that, like, you've stolen these guys from these these universities, you're just transporting them in complete luxury, and you have these... Like, the, like LSU had the purple carpet. I love it. I'm here for all of it. And obviously Lincoln Riley left for USC. And there's there's outrage. There's outrage. What about the children? What will we do for the children? How can we save the kids? And listen, I'm very close to to college football. Um, I, I, my Both of my brothers played college football. I played college sports. Uh, my nephew plays at Arizona. My his younger brother will play college football. And so I get it. 
And my, my brother's a coach in high school now. I actually was a high school soccer coach for a season. Um, I, I speak from a little bit of experience that I can assure you at any point, if someone came to me with a $100 million check and asked me to go coach somewhere else, I am leaving. Bye, guys. I will send you a really, really nice gift. And that's what this all comes down to. Like this idea that that you you have to be loyal to something it's the wrong word to use. Like when you apply business sense and aspirational people to this idea of loyalty, it it becomes all about like emotions and feelings. And that's not, that's not real life. And it's hard in sports, right? Especially college sports because college sports is very nostalgic. We, we have these deep emotions tied to the teams and the programs that we follow. They were, if you went there, you experienced your formative years at that place and and you have a deeper like kind of crazy passion about it even more so than professional sports in some ways so i get it but the whole like persecution of the guys leaving is a bit much for me like you don't you don't owe anyone anything other than what you have contractually agreed to and I understand in recruiting, you're bringing these kids in and you're making them promises. But in real life, a promise is just that. And the thing that you have to be loyal to at the end of the day is yourself and your family. Like it's business. It's really easy to say, I have so much integrity. I would never leave this school for anything. Okay. Has someone offered you $100 million to leave the school? The answer is no respectfully, I don't care what you're saying because <laughs> you've never been in a position to turn down $100 million. So you can say whatever you want. It sounds good. Sounds good. But I don't believe you. I just simply don't. That's, that's a lot of money. And quite frankly, you have a family. You have a wife. Maybe you're considering, hey, if I go leave this school and go coach this other school, I can leave some money for my family, like generational money. Or I can worry about what the internet says and they're going to call me disloyal. I'm not making a decision like that based off of your feelings. Loyalty is not the right word. It's nonsense. We talk about this all the time in the NFL. Like, oh, they weren't loyal. They weren't loyal. It's your job. What is it that you do? What is Like any kind of job that you do. Like you're... Okay, I used to be a bartender, right? If another bar comes to me and they're like, listen, we're going to give you the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday main bar, and we're going to pay you a base salary, and you can keep your tips. Or you can stay at this bar that you're at where you work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not the busiest days. You get one busy day, and you you don't get a base salary at all. Um, But you promised this bar that you would stay there forever. I'm leaving. Like, that's what it is. We all work. We work for a living. They're not volunteers. They're not nuns. They didn't didn't sign a blood oath. What are you loyal to? Are you loyal to your family? Are Are you loyal to your career aspirations? You think they got to be the coaches of Oklahoma and Notre Dame by, like, taking what people give them and, like, like settling? It's just... It's a strange concept to me. Now, on the other side of it, 
because I'm not on I'm not on one side or the other. On the other side of it, this is why I so adamantly support the transfer portal and NIL. Because these coaches can do whatever they want. They can leave. They still get paid. They can make these drastic choices. Why shouldn't the kids be able to do that? I don't even want to call them kids. Why shouldn't these young men be able to do that? Why shouldn't they be able to make money? These coaches are making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And these, these, these young people who have big brands on social media and who are, who are playing for free. I don't want to hear about the, the scholarship thing. Like, I get it. They're not actually playing. Like, there's an exchange here. But we all know what it is. There's a reason why NIL exists now. So you don't have to be on one side or the other. Like you can be pro mobility because in any other job, if someone offers you more money and a better deal, even if you told someone you were going to stay there forever, you're going to disregard what you said. It doesn't make you disloyal. It actually makes you smart. It makes you an aspirational person. It means you have goals in life. You can't make everybody happy. If you try to make everyone happy, the only person that will be unhappy is you. That is a guarantee. So, like, do I love the way that Brian Kelly left Notre Dame with the text message and, you know, there's reports that he didn't talk to the team very long and all that? No, I don't. But I don't know Brian Kelly personally. Maybe he's not the cuddliest of guys. Like, I wouldn't expect Bill Belichick to walk around and, like, say a prayer with each of his each of his players if he ended up taking another job. I don't expect that. And, I, and it seems like Lincoln Riley had a very emotional conversation with his players. And he seems like that kind of guy. You have to learn the business of what it is you do. And college football is a billion-dollar business with expectations, with big checks, with big boosters, lots of pressure. And, and quite frankly, while everyone's like going through all these like emotional <laughs> waves about like how, how horrible it is that these guys left in the middle of the night, well, the early signing period is the reason that that's, that's happening. Like these schools have to find coaches quickly or they lose recruits. So there is a, a, an actual reason why it's happening as well. It feels harsh, but I mean, there were, thing, there were th- factors in this. Like, for example... Oklahoma is going to the SEC. So it's not the same job anymore. Like you can say what you want. uh, uh, Like Lincoln can say that that's not the reason why he wanted to leave. But at the end of the day, it's not the same job anymore. You're going to to the SEC. Or you can come to USC where you have access to the private jet for you and your family forever. They're buying you a $6 million house, paying you a ridiculous amount of money, and you just have to win the Pac-12. So I don't know. Maybe I'm a little calloused. Maybe I'm just a a little too business. But I don't like to just flippantly apply words like loyalty and integrity to business decisions of that magnitude, of of career decisions of that magnitude. I want to talk to somebody who's made $100 million. That's, That's the person that I want to talk to about how they feel about the integrity of turning down $100 million. People do crazy stuff for like $1,000. People do crazy stuff for free. For free. They'll go on reality television shows and ruin their reputations for the rest of their lives for free, for clout. And you're telling me you wouldn't change jobs, like you wouldn't change the place you work for $100 million? Loyalty is for fans. 
In sports, loyalty is for fans. That is the pitch. That is that is the supporting the the alumni club. That is the buying season tickets. That is the tailgating. That is the merch. Loyalty is for fans. It's not for the players. It's not for the coaches. And by the way, while everyone is up on their, their ridiculously high horse about this, where is the bashing of the schools when they fire coaches and their entire staffs? Where's the integrity then? Where's the loyalty then? That's, that's, that's not a thing? So you're like a disloyal school? You're like a disloyal AD? If you fire somebody, because by the way, when you fire a head coach, you're firing their whole staff. You're not just firing the guy that makes millions and millions of dollars. You're firring all of their assistants and then the assistants, assistants and the, the whole staff, the guys that and women that don't make all that money that now have to relocate and now have to find another job and now have to move their family and kids. Yeah, but, but nobody's nobody's crying about the loyalty that the schools have, the obligation that the schools have the integrity to stick it out with coaches. So. So stop using these like big, giant, heavy words to apply to these hundred million dollar decisions. It's just it's not the same thing. We'll ask Casey Smith about this of Barstool Sports and the dime package. But first, let's get to what's trending. Joy, how much would you have to be paid to become an Iowa Hawkeyes fan? Um, hundred million. Wow. I think I'd go. I think I'd go a little lower than a hundred million. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't have any, I've never been to Iowa. Thank God, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I want to go to, actually, I want to go to every single state. Where, how many have you been to? I don't know. I'd have to think of, I mean, a lot. I've been all over the country. Yeah. Um, have you been to Alaska? Uh, I haven't been to Alaska. Okay. That's on my list. Um, I want to go to Oklahoma. I'm talking all this <laughs> about <laughs> Oklahoma. They might not want me there. Uh, what about yeah, Wyoming? I, I, I do want to go to Wyoming. I heard that uh, Jackson Hole's beautiful. Yeah. Iowa, Iowa Sam's good for conversations between breaks about going to those parts of the country. Wyoming, the Dakotas, maybe Montana. I've been there. Been to, uh, been to Jackson Hole. I've been to South Dakota. I love it. Oh. There's stuff to see there. Yes, there Lots is. of stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got the bowl games that are going on right now. Oklahoma State uh, trying to get their way into a playoff game. Sanders with Richardson behind him. Right hash mark is of all location. He takes the ball, hands it off. Richardson up the middle, and he runs a touchdown to the end zone. Pistols firing. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. Dominic Richardson. And they get a pulse right now. Cowboys down by 8, 21-13 to number 9. Baylor, Oklahoma is on the outside looking in. They're fifth in the country, 11-1 this season. They need a win and an Alabama loss to have a shot at a playoff game. Meanwhile, the MAC championship right now in Northern Illinois taking care of business, beating Kent State 24-10. College basketball scene today, number 18, Memphis is losing at Ole Miss 67-63. San Diego State was down by three, and now Michigan's blowing the doors off them, outscoring them in the second half 22-9. Wolverines 58-43 over the Aztecs, and Wisconsin huge over Marquette 87-68. Badgers had the advantage. Johnny Davis has 25 points and five rebounds in that affair. Joy, back to you. Thank you, David Gascon, for that update. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. I think the internet's mad at me. I'm too cold. I'm too cold of a person. I don't know, man. It's just, like, it's a lot. This loyalty thing. It's just, it's not about, it's not your, it's not your, it's not your wife. It's not like being loyal to your, to your children. Like, what are you talking about? It's a job. They get a check. 
They do this for a living. They're not like doing it out of the kindness of their soul. They didn't like commit to, you know, like voluntarily saving animals or something. They get paid millions of dollars to coach. It's it's their career. It's a weird thing. Do we have Casey? We have Casey? All right, let's ask Casey Smith about this. Uh, Barstool Sports. She's on all of their shows and, of course, has her pa- her podcast, The Dime Package. Casey, so good to talk to you. Thanks for joining me this morning. Hi, baby. I'm so happy. And, by the way, you said the Internet's mad at you. I feel like we just live in that world all the time. Or I was like, oh, the Internet's mad again. What could she have possibly said wrong this time? <laughs> um, I actually feel like <laughs> if the Internet is not mad at me, I, I probably didn't didn't really do a good job. I didn't give a, I didn't give strong takes today. Um, uh, but they're upset, you know, because loyalty, Casey, you got to be loyal uh, to the school. You have to work at the same place for the rest of your life or you're a disloyal person. And I just don't I don't buy that. Like, this is their job. This is this is Brian Kelly's job. This is his career. It's Lincoln Riley's career. By the way, Lincoln Riley's job changed because they're going to the SEC now. So it's it's actually not the same job. So he doesn't have the ability to make decisions for his family or he's a like a disloyal guy. I just don't buy that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's so ridiculous. Like, you hear all these people so about, like, oh, Brian Kelly needed to say at Notre Dame, like, hello, he left Cincinnati the same way he just did Notre Dame to go to LSU because this is their job. And if you're going to get paid way more money, millions of dollars to go to a better program, I don't understand what people are pissed off about. It's like they've never been in a situation where they have been able to advance their careers. And it's like, of course, both of them are. Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley had every right to do it. And I think it's funny that people are mad about it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what I said. Like if you've never had if no one's come to you with a hundred million dollars for anything, <laughs> I don't care what your opinion is. That is yeah. Sounds I mean, good. Sounds good, but I don't believe you that you would turn down a hundred million dollars for quote unquote loyalty. Never. I mean I, I told Dave this the other day at work, I was like, I love working at Barstool and I love working for you, but if somebody said, Hey, I'm gonna pay you a hundred million dollars, I would not think twice I'd be gone right away. Bye, Felicia. And of course, like, yeah, bye, bye. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say bye. I'd probably just be like, all right, see, like I'd just be gone. But no, I mean, and and with you know, especially like Lincoln Riley too. Like he, you know, he's going to USC, and if you resurrect that program, I mean, you know, you you've been in LA forever. Like if you if you can resurrect USC, you are a legend in college football. Like why would he not try to do that? Of course, Pete Carroll is he's a, he's a made man forever in LA. Yes. Like it's yeah, it's 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 nonsense. But what, but that aside. What do you think about both of those moves? Like, we'll start with Brian Kelly. I don't know that it's necessarily a fit, but he's clearly buying into that uh, Louisiana culture. Like, he's he's leaning in on it. So, and he is a great coach. He is a great coach. So, yes, he's a he is a great coach. I mean, I and I know you've probably worked with them as well. Like the one thing I've always said when I because I spent a week in South Bend a few years ago when I was with ESPN, and you know he he's he's not a very warm person, which is fine. You don't have to be like you coach football for a living. But I was just like him going to Baton Rouge. They, you know, eat, sleep, breathe football. And I'm like, I don't know if this is a great fit. And then I heard him try to throw in a little Louisiana twang in his press conference. I was like, okay, he's actually buying in. But that did, it honestly shocked me just from a standpoint of, I would have never thought he would leave Notre Dame. Like I figured Brian Kelly would retire at Notre Dame. LSU did not seem like it would be the job he would take, but it makes complete sense from a coaching standpoint. I mean, he is fantastic. He's been able to do it at, at a school, you know, they, I mean, they have like 10 wins every year. I just, like, he just doesn't, going from Coach O to Brian Kelly is very weird to me. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's two different entire energies and 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 cultures completely. But I I do think it's interesting that his 
assistance didn't go with him, but also it appears mm-hmm. now that, you know, Marcus Freeman is, is the new head coach there that they had an opportunity to just move up within the system that they were already in. So I actually think that Notre Dame is in a better situation than Oklahoma as far as the recruits and the program goes, because if you're a, a young man going to Notre Dame on football scholarship, like you're going to Notre Dame for Notre Dame. Like it, it's, it's right. not like Oklahoma is more of a football school. It's not that the education is not good at Oklahoma. I'm just saying you're going for more than just to play football if you're going to Notre Dame. So I don't imagine that it's going to be like this great exodus of guys from from that program because, one, it seems like they're really in on Marcus Freeman, which is great. And, two, like that's – you're like you're trying to get a degree. Yes. And, I mean, and, and the, the, you know, the clips of Marcus Freeman coming out, they look all so excited to have him there. And it's just you know that they're in a good spot. But even just like if you like break it down to the AT, ACT scores to get it. We were talking about that this week about how much higher the standards are to get into Notre Dame versus LSU, which is an obvious thing. I mean, it's Notre Dame. It's one of the best schools in the country. It's like they're not losing these guys because Brian Kelly is not there anymore. What I think is really interesting, and I mean, I'm, I'm standing out in the middle of the streets of Manhattan right now, so I'm sorry if it's loud, but I'm watching this Oklahoma State-Baylor game. I'm like, there's not, it's not a crazy thing that Notre Dame could make it into the playoff this year and it's like what is that going to look like they're all like rallying behind I mean granted it's you know it's a little bit you know other things have to fall apart but like can you imagine if Notre Dame with Marcus Freeman as their coach right now makes it and Brian Kelly is just down in Baton Rouge like that's a storyline that could potentially happen and I'm so here for it (laughs) no I I love that part of it but again like you know Brian Kelly was there for 12 years it's not like he was there for six months and 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 like bailed on the situation um what are your thoughts about Miami let me give you my short pitch on Miami all right I want to hear it let me hear it girl like obviously they need to hire an AD and they're going to be looking for a coach and they're aiming for Mario Cristobal. I think Mario Cristobal would be crazy to leave Oregon for Miami. Now, mm-hmm. now to leave Oregon for the pros or something like that, fine. But like the problem with Miami is one, they don't have a building to play in. Like Hard Rock is not a vibe. Even when it's pa- I've been to FSU Canes games at Hard Rock. It's a good time. Like, it's fun, but it's not a college football atmosphere. It's not Michigan, Ohio State. And, like, kids care about this. Like, they go to these recruiting trips and see these insane environments, and you don't have that at Miami, one. Two, the alumni at Miami have an incredible amount of influence. Like, the former players and, like, the high-up boosters at Miami have an incredible amount of influence. And, like, they want their guy. They want, like, the Miami guy. But to me, nothing else matters until you fix the situation with where they play. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, you know, I went to A&M and when I was in school, A&M was in the Big 12 now being at the SEC. But like when recruits come to Kyle Field, they're seeing 110,000 people there for those players. That absolutely matters. Like you don't even have to win a whole bunch of games. Like as long as you have the atmosphere, like the everything revolves around football. That's what matters. The thing with Miami, and I mean, Joy, you know this, like the 2000s Miami team, like I talk about this all the time, like with the, the colored visors and the uniforms, like if Miami could come back to that form of Miami football, they would be the kings again. You just have to fix everything around it before you get a, a coach. I honestly would, I really like the, 
narrative of Lane Kiffin ending up Me being too. there. I don't know how you feel about that, I but love I it. love that. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> because, listen, because here's the thing. We're talking to Casey Smith, Barstool Sports. Uh, the, here's the thing about Lane. Lane has that natural edge and, like, attitude and unpolished. He is not afraid to yes. be a villain. And, like, that's what Miami is. Miami is kind of similar to USC. USC is a little more, you know, like, West Coasty vibey. But they both are these, like, coastal elitist big schools. They feel kind of almost like pro, pro programs. And they have an edge to them. And, like, so you're talking about mm-hmm. these the 2000 Canes. Like, there's some wild boys. Like, that was some, that was some <laughs> next level stuff. Like, you got to be able, you got to be willing to be the villains if you're going to get back to that. And that takes a certain oh, yeah. type of coach. And Lane would fit that perfectly. Like, if you, I mean, I know that, like, it's so lame that those visors are illegal now for the NCAA. Like, that's, like, one thing I'm like, hello, you guys can't do anything right. At least give us back the hurricane (laughs) visors from back in, in, you know, 2001. But if you had Lane Kiffin come back to Miami or go to Miami and then resurrect that program, too, like, that would be amazing. But the thing is with Miami right now is you're right. It doesn't have that college football feel because Miami is so much bigger than college. And I think that's like a big struggle. You know, you think about University of Texas, like people love that program, but it's Austin, Nashville, Vanderbilt. It's like when you have like a small college town that all revolves around football, it's always going to be different. But I mean, Miami would be, I just, I want Lane Kiffin to go to Miami and like have some sort of reality television show so (laughs) bad because I think it would be good for the sport. Like I would watch, I would watch that every single day. Oh, I definitely would. (laughs) Uh, We're talking to Casey Smith. All right, real quickly, before we get you out of here and talk a little bit about the games today. So I think if if Bama loses, they're out. So I think they have the, the most pressure of anybody playing today. Definitely. And I mean, I know that there's a narrative right now. It's like the committee loves Alabama, which we know. But if they lose and after losing to A&M, which, you know, of course, was a highlight of my life this year, but <laughs> A&M stinks, so it doesn't really matter. But I don't see how they could keep, uh, you know, undefeated Cincinnati out or depending on what happens in the Big 12 championship um, for a two-loss Alabama team. I do think Oklahoma State losing, which it appears that's what's going to happen, at least you know at halftime they were down. But I, I think Alabama would definitely be out. What would really be interesting, though, is if somehow Alabama beats Georgia, then what they do with Cincinnati. Because I do mm. think that they're going to have a, a difficult decision of do we put a group of five team in or not. I just honestly, like, and, and you know because you follow me and we're friends, like, I just want Michigan – to be in it so bad because it's so much better for our business when Dave is happy. So that's all I care about today. It's just Michigan beating Iowa, covering the spread. That's all I care about. My uh, my producer is a big Iowa fan, so he is not rooting for that. But I'm oh, go- I'm, I'm going to uh, to watch the game with a bunch of my friends who are Michigan alum later. So I'll, I'm sorry, Sam. I'm probably gonna have to be rooting for them. Um, last- sorry, Sam. <laughs> last question before you go: Are, are you a fan of the expanded playoff? Because I am. Oh my gosh, yes. And this year's a perfect example of why. It's like I want to see all these teams battle it out. Uh, A&M broke my heart last week losing to LSU, but I was even saying like if, if A&M was one of those 12 teams, like they're, they're sneaky, scary, and Wisconsin being one of those. I, just, I wish that we could see more than four. Uh, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I am a huge fan of it. And anyone who's not just doesn't like football. That's what I've decided. If you're not a fan <laughs> of the expanded playoff, like you just don't like college football. That's my, that is my final stance. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Casey. You can follow Casey on social media at Casey Smith. Um, So go check her out and all of her content. She does an amazing job at Barstool. And I'm super proud of you. Love you. Enjoy the rest of the college football games today. And uh, be safe. Love you, too. Anytime you need me. That's Casey Smith of Barstool Sports and her podcast, The Dime Package. And let, we'll talk to Will Blackman at the top of the hour. Uh, I, w- I didn't have enough time there, but I wanted to ask her about Mac Jones. But listen. 
uh, we'll talk. Let's talk Mac Jones now. Why not? Mac Jones, McCorkle, MJ10. I have lots of thoughts on this Bills Bills Patriots game that's coming up, and we'll ask Will Blackman about it at the top of the hour. So let's preview Patriots Bills next. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. TLC, sleigh ride. TLC, sleigh ride. I hear it now. You know what I need? Uh, rest in peace. I need I need DMX, the greatest Christmas song oh, ever recorded. R- Rudolph? Yes. We did play that for Up On Game. last. Maybe we can bust that out next week. How about I get you are some Mariah? To, are we not allowed to play multiple well, we can, songs? We can play it twice. Yeah, sure. Whatever um, You're the host. Whatever you want. Yeah, I might, I might need that. Well, not at the top, because at the top we do football music. I think you need to work that in. We'll work it in. Maybe some Mariah, too, at some point. Right? Uh, yeah, it, I was watching right? Mariah's Christmas special. Uh, Casey Musgraves' Christmas special is also wonderful as well. Um, wouldn't mind some Casey Musgraves, uh, who I adore. And Mariah's, uh, Mariah's, I mean, listen, Mariah Carey is the, the queen of Christmas. Um, never in the history of music has a song been so influential to an entire season right like i can't associate another song with a whole season and and, and a season as 
as influential and like powerful as Christmas that is trying. It's like power. Christmas has become like this, this like amoeba that we're trying to contain. And like, I think we all like decide. I, I feel like this it's year. It's the expanding universe. I mean, it's it, just, it is. there's no, there's no end. It's like, uh, what is that flubber? Like it just keeps like consuming things. It's a black I, hole. <laughs> I feel like this year though, we made a conscious effort to be like, no, like we will have Thanksgiving. You will not infiltrate my television with and bombard me with Christmas ads nonstop. They started from, on November 1st, didn't they? Those Christmas ads? Uh, yeah. I, start, I, I saw them as on November soon as 1st. Ha- I actually saw, I think I saw them before Halloween. I saw one before Halloween. Like, hold up. We have to, listen, we have to recognize, at the minimum, we have to recognize Halloween. But I, I One do, holiday at a time, please. Yeah, I do feel like this year I didn't get, I didn't get bombarded with everything uh, the way it usually is. So I think we've all, as collectively as a society, put Christmas back in, in the place that Christmas is supposed to be. Have you seen that meme from The Shining where Wendy's locked in the bathroom and then instead of <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Johnny, it's Mariah with the microphone <laughs> busting through and she's like, her mouth is open singing and Wendy's screaming with the knife. That's funny. funny. That's what what it feels like. Um, You're listening to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. So, Patriots and Bills this Monday night. I am, I'm thrilled for this game. I love when games like this are played uh, in prime time and they really matter and they they really mean a lot and we're going to learn a lot about where both of these teams are. The Bills lost Tredavious White, which I, I think is a tremendous injury to have, especially at this point in the season. He's a fantastic player, so they're going to have to compensate for that. But the Patriots are rolling, and they've been so impressive. I I don't know how actually I feel about the Patriots because I I maintain this bit of nervousness about Mac Jones because he's a rookie. But he's just doing everything they're asking him to do. And it's not like they're winning these games ugly or something. Like, they're putting up a lot of points. So, I guess my hesitation is, I I already felt like they would be a playoff team anyway, before the season started. So, I'm not surprised that they're playing well. I'm I'm surprised Mac Jones is playing this well. But my question is, like, when you get into the postseason, and you're in these playoff games, and it's coming down to, you know, the two-minute drill... And you've got to make this huge over the top play or like things are falling apart. Like, what does he do in those moments? Because that's where the rookie stuff matters. And I don't know. And 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 we've seen non-rookies fall apart in, in those moments. So it's not like it, it's it's the end all be all. But that's just my that's my hesitation. I know what Bill Belichick is capable of. Obviously, we've seen it. But I'm not going to compare him to Tom Brady. I refuse to. And, you know, Josh Allen can be inconsistent as well, but he's having a he's having a great season. 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 99.1 passer rating. I, I just I, I'm so thrilled for this game. Like, I can't wait to see how it all plays out. And, and mostly like if the Patriots win, because the Bills should win this game like this, this at home. They're they, they're the more experienced team in this spot. They should win this game. But if the Patriots win this game, the reaction to it is going to be absolute mayhem. I mean, the fear that they will be striking in the hearts and souls of everyone in the AFC if they pull this off is going to be spectacular. We'll talk to Will Blackman at the top of the hour, get his thoughts on Mac Jones and some of these big NFL matchups coming up. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We'll also keep you updated on all the college football games. Will Blackman after this. Hey, 
Thanks for joining us today on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you to Casey Smith, Barstool Sports, for joining us earlier, talking a little college football. And we'll also talk to Tamara Brown from the Patriots. Um, and I want to ask Will Blackman about it as well. This, this Mac Jones mania. But first, the Joy Taylor Show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Will, what's going on? Long time, no talk. Oh, what? Uh, four days? <laughs> I did an Instagram Live with Will, Wine with Will. Um, and I am willing to do that uh, once a week if that's what you're into because that wine was really good. And uh, I think you Listen, should just you you be very very careful because you will get booked. Once <laughs> a, you, I'm telling you. No, they they love the double diamond wines. Was was super super happy and they they loved uh, your energy and that you love the wine. So yeah, you say that. I'm dead serious. We can do that. Just keep sending you free wine. Hmm. No problem. Uh, yeah, that wine was great. I love wine. Um, not as much as Will loves wine, because Will is... How far are you from being a sommelier? So I have my level two through the Wine and Spirits Education Trust, and I took my level three course, still need to take level three exam, and through the quarter master's, I have my level one, and I still need to take level two to be like fully, fully certified. And then I also went to Sonoma State, and I have a wine business certificate. So I have a bunch of stuff. So I, I just say that I am. But to be certified, I have to get my certified through the quartermasters. Okay. So we'll just call you so, some wine sommelier, Will, Will Blackman. Fine, fair, fair. Yes. Fair enough. And 12-year and, and NFL veteran uh, and podcast host on Blue Wire Podcast. And uh, I'm so listen, here's where I am with Mac Jones. And I don't know. I don't know what your opinion of the Mac Jones situation is. I thought Mac (laughs) went to I thought he went to the best place out of everybody taken in the draft. All the quarterbacks taken in the draft in this massive quarterback draft. He went to the best place. He went to the most secure place with the best coach, obviously, and best offensive coordinator. But to his credit, like there are guys that could have gone to New England and failed. And, you know, because it's still a lot. And there's a lot of pressure there still. That that fan base doesn't like losing. They don't know what that life is like. So I, I do have to give him the credit for not only how he's playing, but he also is handling a situation that is that is a lot of pressure. Uh, I agree. I think, you know, speaking of wine, I'm, I'm into pairings. I think this is this was the ideal pairing. That's why New England sat there. It was like, hey, you guys can fight over these other quarterbacks because Mac Jones going to fall right into our lap. Um, he played for, you know, apparently Bill's best friend and Nick Saban, so he understands that type of style. And plus, that's just how he was built. Um, I just saw a feature on him this morning how he studied really hard and how, you know, it helped other quarterbacks and what have you. But I just, I believe, right, it, this was the perfect ideal situation for him. And let's give him credit. He went into a quarterback battle and beat up Cam, rightfully so you know, and, and won this job. So I think just everything that you, you mentioned when it comes to, like, quarterback, pairing, systems, offenses, coaches, like where Mac Jones is and what he's doing clearly is the perfect situation. Okay. But are they capable of winning a Super Bowl with this rookie quarterback? I believe they are. And, and I would say because last year, too, um, I mean, let's, let's face it, I don't think what, what happened, right? Cam came in late, you know, couldn't really learn it without any off season. And then a lot of guys sat out with COVID. Right. And, you know, Patrick turned into retiring. 
I don't think any coach takes that team to go seven and nine. I think that's like not being talked about and super impressive. And then coming to the offseason, you know, Bill Belichick breaks the bank. He gets all his guys back on defense. He, you know, finds the quarterback that he wants. And he is set up to make this happen. I think right now where we're at and this, this type of season, this is Bill Belichick season, meaning no one can hide anymore, right? Bill has the film on everybody. He knows what you're going to do, and that's where, he, that's where he shines. He's a situational master. So everything you have done is on display. And I think right now um, he, it's, set up for, it's set up for what he's trying to do. You know, Monday night's going to be a huge indicator of truly, truly what's going to happen from here on out. So, um, yeah. And plus, too, I think, too, what, Joy, what people are overlooking is when we're going into games, we keep looking at players versus players versus coach versus coach. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like the Cleveland Browns, when they got smacked the other night, um, <laughs> when they played uh, New England, I'm like, yeah, we look at the players, but it was Bill versus the fancy. Like, come on now. You know, when he – every time to his Super Bowl matchups – you know, when he ended up beating the the Rams, it was Bill Belichick versus McVay. Like, people keep overlooking that stuff. So, I know I'm talking a lot, but you talked a lot on my show, so I'm talking a lot right now, too. <laughs> That's what you're on here for. Uh, we're, t- we're talking to Will Blackman on the Joy Taylor Show. All right, so I did Speak for Yourself yesterday on FS1, and we talked about the Rams, and uh, I'll just give you my, my quick thought on the Rams situation. One, Matthew Stafford's not playing well. And Correct. all of the other quarterbacks in the league, when they don't play well, we put it on the quarterbacks for whatever reason. I don't know. Matthew Stafford's like a made man or something. It's like taboo to say Matthew Stafford is not playing well. One. Two, the defense is really struggling. And three, all of this is happening because they don't have a run game. And that's really how Sean McVay's offense works. Like this, the year they went to the Super Bowl, it was because Todd Gurley was running all over the league. 1,000%. And I say 1,000% because I did spend two years in Washington with Sean. And he had obviously had Kirk Cousins there as quarterback. And when we did well, it's because we were able to run the football. You know, and I mean, plus we had tons of – we had guys everywhere. We had Deshaun Jackson. We had Pierre Garçon. We had Jordan Reed. We had Jameson Crowder. I mean, we had, we had weapons across the board, you know. And once we were able to run the football effectively, it worked well because McVay does all, he does a ton of play action stuff. He has like those tight closet formations, has guys running all over the place, and he's able to play off that. And right, when, when Todd Gurley was going berserk, then yes, the Rams were doing well. And it was, I think it was the playoff game versus the Bears where the Bears blitzed the hell out of Jared Goff. And that's kind of where everybody found out. It was kind of like Bo Callahan, right? And um, <laughs> they were like, oh, shoot, watch the film again and see what happens. You're going to see something that doesn't work. And I think that's what Bill did against them. He blitzed the hell out of them. That's what people find out. Goff can do out the blitz. Coming into the season, soon as the Rams signed uh, Matt Stafford, I was like, Okay, that's my Super Bowl favorite, hands down. However, once I saw Cam Akers get hurt, yeah, 
I went away because I actually <laughs> had Cam Akers. I, I did. I had Cam Akers pegged for like a 1,400, 1,500-yard season. Yeah. After what he did last year, I was like, okay, this dude's about to go off. And it's going to help. It's going to feed into exactly what that offense needs. And once he got hurt, I was like, okay, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go to the Bucks, and I got the Bucks repeating. So that's on record still. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this year, that's what's happening. They're not able to run the ball. You know what, though? I'll take this, though. I would say – Henderson actually is doing – he's averaging 4.6 yards, 4. yards to carry. And I almost feel like right now Sean's probably being stubborn and is not running the ball because when he's running the ball, he does, do, he does do pretty well. And this also goes back to – remember Brandon Staley, he made that statement about, like, you don't need the run to set up the pass, right? He said, I believe, like, that's not that serious. However, you do need the run game to make a statement. Mm-hmm. And that goes – I think across the board for the Rams where they're not running the ball to make a statement when it comes to being physical. Yeah. They're they're a finesse team. That's why they got pushed around by three good opponents the last three weeks. No doubt. And and, in my, my experience, finesse teams don't win championships at all. They don't, especially now, like the finesse stuff is out the window. Like it's a, it's a wrap. And especially it was on display I mean, more than ever versus the 49ers. Yeah. You know, it's not just on the offense, but mainly on the defense. And the thing is, I feel like, especially going into that game too, like who knows Sean McVay and Ronnie Morris better than Kyle Shanahan? You know what I'm saying? Like he's the one that knows them both. So he knows what to do against those guys. And he started running the ball and making those small safeties come to the box and hit. And knowing what that's like, like when I moved to safety – uh, sure, I was a big corner. I was six foot, you know, six one, two hundred five. But then going to safety, I'm like, okay, I'm not afraid to hit anybody. But I know over time it's going to be exhausting. And every time you saw those safeties come down, you saw Fuller, you seen Rap. Yeah, they're not afraid to come hit. But over time, it's going to be painful. And you saw running back getting to the second level. So this run game overall is not just a problem for the offense, but it's also a problem for the defense. And if you can't do that from a physical standpoint, then you're going to have a lot of issues. And that's what's going on right now. It's a decision they have to make. Like, look, we need to run the ball, and we need to figure out how to stop the ball. We're talking to to Will Blackman on the Joy Taylor Show. So who is the best team in the NFC to you right now? Is it the Packers or the Bucs? The best team – yeah, the best team – the best team – I will say is the Packers simply because um, they're, they're facing, they're able to adjust despite whatever's going on within, within their team. You know, they made a hire that people were not a fan of. They needed to make an adjustment in terms of like, okay, they got rid of the Petten because of the defense and they went with Joe Barry and Joe Barry was like, Oh, they keep hanging on to Joe Barry's own 16th season with the Lions. Like he was part of that. But Joe Barry, when he was, during his uh, press conference, he was like, look, I wear my scars. Yes, I was part of that. I did that. But I'm a, I'm a better coach because of it, and I'm going to prove it. And I co-signed. I was like, I, coach, I play with Joe Barry in Washington. He's a passionate coach who cares. And you rarely find that in the league. You rarely find a passionate coach who genuinely gives a damn about his player. And he does. He's an emotional guy. He's excited. He's energetic. And he's going to give you everything he has. Now he's on a team where he actually has, like, 
really he has really good players and Green Bay defense now what I think they're top five in the league. Yeah, they're much improved. They and, and they don't yeah. feel they don't feel they felt finesse the last two years. They feel physical now. They they feel like a team that will smack yeah. you in the mouth. Exactly. They felt very, very fun, especially last year in the championship game, gave up 30 points, 30 plus points. So like, hey, we got to fix up because we're able to score offensively. Right. You know, you have players that were out, you know, you have you keep asking to give, you know, Devontae Adams help. You lose, you lose Tanya. But what do they do? OK, here comes the emergence of, of A.J. Dillon. Now they have a two back running game where it's like. Okay, we have Aaron Jones who can do whatever he wants, uh, pass the game or whatever, and then we're going to abuse you with A.J. Dillon. And that has paid extreme dividends for team, uh, for them right now versus teams late. And so they, and then other guys are emerging. And I, because I feel like, too, when you have a quarterback like, like, a, like a Rodgers, like a you know, Tom Brady, I think knowing you have a good quarterback, it's going to make you want to be where you're supposed to be because you're like, the ball is going to be there. Let me make sure I am there with that type of quarterback. And I think overall, overall as a team, LaFleur is just making all the right moves, all the right adjustments for them to be there. So I would say it's super close. It's super close. I, like, I do like Tampa, but right now, Green Bay is the best team in NFC. I agree. Thanks for joining me, Will. Make sure you follow Will Blackman on uh, social media and the Wine MVP and check out his podcasts. And uh, you you had a really funny tweet about um, Brian Kelly going. Oh, you know, you know what's so funny about that stuff? I just I don't have any plan. It's like whatever just pops in my head. I just blur it out. (laughs) And I have and I don't laugh. I never laugh at my tweets, but I did laugh at that one. That one did make me laugh. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it was good. All right. Follow Will Blackman on Twitter. He's a good follow. Uh, and check out all of his stuff and his company, The Wine MVP. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. All good. Listen to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is Joy Taylor, and it's that time of year. Time to get off the couch and into the stadium parking lot. It's football season, and that means tailgating is back. This season, do it right. Pack up your coolers, your grills, and a widescreen TV and load them into a Ram, the truck brand redefining what a truck can be. Ram leads the pack in interior design, technology, and overall quality. In fact, J.D. Power just ranked Ram as the number one brand in new vehicle quality in the entire automotive industry. The first time a truck brand has ever scored that high. Ram trucks have the rugged durability to haul what you need and luxurious interiors to make the drive to to every away game a pleasure. So get behind the wheel of the truck brands that will turn heads every time you roll up to the game. Get ready for football with a Ram truck. Learn more about what Ram has to offer at ramtrucks.com. For 2021 J.D. Power Award info, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Thanks to Will Blackman for joining us there, Casey Smith earlier. Next, we'll talk to Tamara Brown. She's a reporter for the Patriots. Get more into that Patriots-Bills game on Monday night, the game of the weekends. And uh, you know what? I have some more thoughts on the Rams. What's wrong with the Rams? We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that next on The Joy Taylor Show. Can't wait. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... 
or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey. I was watching her Christmas special last night. So great. Wonderful time of year. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas. So make sure you plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. I will be planning a trip to Vegas uh, after the new year because I am going to find my way into that Adele show. That is happening. I don't know how. <laughs> Seems like tickets are going to be really hard to get, but... Are you going to tunnel underground or something? Uh, I'll figure go it out. The, I'll, I'll, sewers. I'll call in some favors, pull some strings, see what I can do. Backstage passes. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I love Adele. Her new album is absolutely incredible. You know what I did? Uh, actually, I'm very proud of myself. I did on Monday. What day is today? Today's Saturday. Yeah, I, honestly, the days are just blowing together. It's Saturday because I'm here at work at the radio show that I do on Saturdays. So Monday, I got all of my Christmas shopping done. All of it. Online? Yep. What are you going to say? Was gonna, you're going to be out all afternoon all no, this town. No, all online. Um, I have 10 nieces and nephews, a great niece and another one on the way. So needless to say, I have a massive family. I had 27 people to buy for. You have a great niece? I have a great niece. How does that work? I'm an OG auntie. Wow. I have generations of nieces and nephews because my older sister is 14 years older than me and she had Mariah when she was 19. She got married. Well, she had her at 20. She got married at 19, had her at 20 and... Um, Mariah got married, I think four years ago. And so now she has a baby, baby Stella. Wow. My great niece. That's cool. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I've got I've got them everywhere. Kids everywhere. And yeah, so I got it all done. I'm really proud of myself. I have like two, a couple like work things to get, but you know, I can get that at the mall. What are you going to get, Colin? The man who has everything. I actually got Colin something. So yeah. I, so well, I, I hope you did. So I can't say I can't say what it is or I'll ruin the surprise in case he happens to be listening. Um, I hope we we find out what it was you got him. That's not dramatic. I'm fascinated. Honestly, I buy it for Anne. Colin doesn't care if I get him, so I really just get something that he's going to give to Anne. Was it? Uh, I don't know. A kitchen appliance. It's, that's my yeah, guess. like it's something for their house. Oh, um, very nice. You know, so so I I try to do that. But anyway, um, hope you're enjoying your Christmas season and your Saturday. And there's a minute fifty left in this Baylor Oklahoma State game, and the. Let's see. This other game, this Kent State game, is over. I guess, um, right? Am I tripping? Yeah. Uh, the Kent State game is over. The MAC game. Yes, yes. Northern Illinois, your undisputed MAC champion. Oh, very nice. Congrats to Northern Illinois. Um, yeah. So we'll talk to Tamara Brown, reporter for Patriots.com. She's a Notre Dame alum. So we'll get her thoughts on the Marcus Freeman hire and Brian Kelly exits. And, yes, the final score is Northern Illinois 41, Kent State 23. Fun Joy Taylor fact, almost went to Kent State. I was recruited there for track and field. Wow, okay. Yeah, they offered me a, Kent, a, Ohio. a scholarship, yes. And, yeah, so I, I didn't. I, I decided not to spend a couple years of my life in Ohio. I think that's where Nick Saban played college ball. Kent, Kent State? State? Yeah, pretty um, sure. Yeah, I know a lot of people that went to Kent State. Kent State was is not far from Pittsburgh, so... I had some uh, athlete friends that went there as well. So we were just talking about the Rams and the running game situation with Will Blackman. And uh, look, he, he we agree. It's the camp. The camp makers injury was dr- drastic switch in, in what they were going to have to do this year in the run game. Cause he was tremendous last year. And Sean McVay likes to run the ball. Like he's not doing it right now. And it's because of Matthew Stafford, but he needs to run the ball more because it affects everything. But the thing with Matthew Stafford, and this is what I said from the moment that this this trade happens, like the bubble wraps off. We we gave Matthew Stafford a pass for everything that happened in Detroit because Detroit is such a dysfunctional organization, and we're seeing that now with Jared Goff there. They can't win a game, and that's not even on Jared Goff. They're just not a well-run organization. It's not a good roster. They are habitually terrible, and we don't give them enough credit for how dysfunctional they are for decades. But they have managed to do things. They did make it to the playoffs a few times, and they didn't win. And that's exactly what happens in Cincinnati, which is another dysfunctional organization who had a quarterback there for a long time, but we don't look at him in the same light that we do Matthew Stafford, and that's Andy Dalton. Like, Andy Dalton and Matthew Stafford have... Essentially the same career. The difference is Matthew Stafford is obviously a little bit more talented. And because of that, we look at Andy Dalton like he's not capable at all. And Matthew Stafford like he's the savior of the Rams. Now listen, I'm not saying that this this is not going to work with the Rams. But it's not working as of yet. And they lost three games in a row. Like they're struggling and part of that is Matthew Stafford's fault. Like he is turning the ball over and has owned three pick sixes. That is literally points for the other team. Not all turnovers are created equal. And I just don't get how when any other quarterback is struggling in the league, we give them their just due. Like this is when Patrick Mahomes was struggling. We were like, Patrick Mahomes is not playing well. And we know what Patrick Mahomes is. But every time it comes to Matthew Stafford, it's like, like we don't want to say anything. 
It's you know, it's Matthew Stafford. He was in Detroit for a long time. Like you're in LA now. Lincoln Riley is here. You got the Chargers here, the Dodgers, the Lakers. This is Hollywood. All that bubble wrap stuff is gone. Like you got to perform. And the Rams are an aggressive organization, which I love. I love how the Rams do business. I love that they go out and make that trade for Matthew Stafford. I love that they go get Odell. I love that they get Von Miller. I love that they have a, a young progressive coach. I love all that. But that means you've got to deliver. And for all this talk about Jared Goff, yes. Do I think Matthew Stafford is better than Jared Goff? Yes. But Jared Goff played in the Super Bowl with the Rams. So that's the standard. Like, that's that's where the bar is set. So I, I think they got to run the ball better. I think that's, that's the biggest part of what the issue is. But Matthew Stafford does have to take credit for his role in this skid. I mean, like, you look back to that 2018 season, Todd Gurley led the NFL with 17 rushing touchdowns. That's three more than anybody in the league. They're averaging nearly a yard less per carry this season than from the Super Bowl season. And if you compare that season through the first 11 games to now, I mean, Jared Goff had them at 10-1, 67.7 completion percentage, 322 passing yards per game. 26 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 113 passer rating. That's not the same. Not the same lines for, for Matthew Stafford. Stafford 7-4, 66.5 completion percentage, 301 yards per game, 27 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and 105.2 passer rating. Again, I think it's the run game, but we also have to give credit to the quarterback, to the face of the organization. Every other quarterback, when they struggle, it's all we talk about. I don't get it. We'll talk to Tamara Brown at the bottom of the hour, get her thoughts on the biggest game of the weekends, Bills and Patriots. Talk a little bit about Mac Jones, who has slid right in for the goats and taken over Mac Jones mania. Ooh, did I just start that? Mac mania? Mac mania! I found it. I'm so bad at names, and it just came to me just like that. McCorkle mania. But first, let's check in with David Gascon and see what's trending. Joy, joy, joy. We got uh, some dramatics here in the Big 12 championship game. 30 seconds to go in regulation. Oklahoma State with the football. It's fourth down and goal to go at Baylor's one-yard line. And neither team has any timeouts remaining. Oklahoma State scores. They'll win. Baylor gets a stop. They disrupt Oklahoma State from going to the college football playoff, potentially, if Alabama loses today. And now there is a timeout on the field, so I beg your pardon on that. Um, It shows no team has any timeouts. But oddly enough, that is where we're at. 21-16, Baylor has the lead in that contest. It's a Big 12 title game. Kent State, excuse me, Kent State got crushed by Northern Illinois in the Mount West, uh, excuse me, the uh, MAC championship game. That ball game gone final. Did he get in? Did he get in? No. Joey, did he get in? Did no. he get in? Did he get in? Sorry, I forgot my mic was on. <laughs> That's all right. That's, it's live radio. It's good. <laughs> oh, my God. So what do you think? You think it's going to... All right. So it'll be a video review, guaranteed, for sure, because of a potential turnover. Um, San Diego State, Utah State, that game is also underway. There's no score just yet. And yeah, Oklahoma State is going to lose by a inch. They're going to get beat by Baylor. Oh, boy. Getting stopped on the goal line. Desmond Jackson came up a buck short. 
Um, so Baylor right now, 21-16. There's about 25 seconds to go in regulation. Aztecs and Aggies, Utah State. Mountain West Conference game is on Fox right now. No score. Georgia and Alabama. That game will kick off in about 30 minutes from now. Uh, college basketball scene today. 18th ranked Memphis loses to Ole Miss by four. Wisconsin beats up on Marquette. Michigan does the same to San Diego State, 72 to 58. Yale and Auburn's all Tigers, 67 to 38. Ball game is now into the second half. Joy, back to you. Oh, do we have a safety? Wow. No, not yet. <laughs> wow. So this is, uh, so Joy, this will be dramatic for a few reasons. Uh, your executive producer, Bo Benson, might be owing me 20 bucks by next week. Uh, we have a friendly wager that uh, if Baylor did beat Oklahoma State today and Georgia does beat Alabama, that they will punch Notre Dame into the college football playoff. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Bama's not getting in with two losses. Uh, wow. Oh my God. Heartbreaking for Oklahoma State. Now, do you have any money on this game? Um, well, I did call the Baylor upset yesterday, but I, I did not wake up early enough, (laughs) (laughs) but but I would have one, um, which makes me feel good. So congrats to anybody who listened to me yesterday. Uh, wow. Ugh, it's a game of inches. The inches with your fingers. Wow. God, college football is so good. You listen to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go out to Tamara Brown, Patriots.com reporter and host. Uh, thank you for joining us today. We've been talking a lot about Mac Jones, MJ10, Mac Mania, um, sweeping the nation. <laughs> and, you know, obviously the biggest game of the weekend is Bills and Patriots. But what, what's what's the energy like around Mac? Because he's such a, like an unassuming kid. He's very humble. He's kind of quiet. And he's just like fit into this Patriots culture so quickly and perfectly. Yeah, I'd say since I got here in July that the energy around him has just been honestly quite shocking as far as his maturity and poise to be a rookie quarterback playing the way he is. I think that, um, you know, what, four months ago when the team decided to let go of Cam and stick with Mac, I think everyone was kind of like, really? Is he ready? Um, but I think that, you know, the coaches obviously saw something that we didn't see, and now we obviously see why they decided to go with Mac, you know, as, as the quarterback of the future. And, and not just the quarterback of the future, I mean, but the quarterback of right now. And they were pretty comfortable with that. And I think that, you know, earlier in the season, we saw the training wheels were on the offense a little bit, trying to make sure that he was comfortable with the playbook. But now we obviously see the training wheels have been taken off as he's been just progressively getting better game by game. How, how confident – is the feeling around him that like obviously they're going to make the playoffs and I thought they were they were a playoff team before the season started before we even knew who the quarterback was going to be because it's Bill Belichick and it's the Patriots like they're going to figure it out which obviously they have but my question about Mac Jones isn't really necessarily what he's doing during the regular season although I do think it's incredible that he's playing as well as he is as a rookie quarterback my question is the postseason you know when you're in the playoff game and it's crunch time and it's two minute drill and the snow is coming down or whatever like those high high stress moments is what is what my question is it's not we've seen veterans fail in those moments too but that's really what what I'm worried about at this point yeah I think that We'll probably get a lot of answers to that on Monday night yeah. when they play the Bills. Because um, that will be, I think, the first true road game where they have really wild fans. Um, like, they've been on the road, obviously, 
five, six other times so far this season, but no true road game will be like this one on Monday Night Football with Bills Mafia, and it'll probably be 20 degrees and snowing. So I think that'll be a true test to see where he's at as far as, you know, playoff football Mac Jones to see if he has what it takes to be able to perform at the high level, obviously, of like Mahomes and, um, you know, the other quarterbacks in the AFC who've been there, done that type of thing. So I'm really interested to see, you know, where he stands with this. But I think, honestly, that the momentum of this team revolves around the Patriots' defense. Like, Mac Jones really hasn't had to do a lot in the last seven games because the defense has been playing so well. They've been putting him in prime position on the field to be able to score so if they keep playing well, I think that Mac Jones is going to have all the momentum and confidence that he needs to roll through the playoffs. Yeah, the defense has been unbelievable. Well, not terribly surprising considering it, you know, it is Bill Belichick and that's that's his thing. That's what he does. But that's where the comparisons to, you know, Tom Brady's early years are, are coming in with Mac Jones, right? Because that those teams were built around having an incredible defense and they didn't need to rely on a young Tom Brady. Exactly. And it's funny, when you look at the first half of this season, Joy, the Patriots were turning the ball over a lot. I mean, way more than I think that anyone was comfortable with, with the running backs constantly turning it over between Damon Harris, Ramon J. Stevenson, J.J. Taylor, um, even the wide receivers fumbled it. And it was constantly the thing that turned the season around was when they were able to actually live up to what Bill Belichick preaches all the time, and that's ball security. So once the ball security got under control and once the defense with all those new free agents and pieces coming back from COVID, um, not playing last year due to COVID, I think once everything started clicking on the defense and once the turnovers got managed, it's crazy to see how this team has turned around since week seven. There's been minimal turnovers and the defense has finally been able to slow down the run and create turnovers. Uh, I can't wait for this game on Monday night. I'm just, I'm so excited for it. I love these regular season games like, high stakes and it's AFC East and, and like like the Buffalo Bills feel like big brother in this spot but they're really not like the Patriots own Buffalo <laughs> now it was a Tom Brady era owning but <laughs> you know that's why I really can't decide I, I I said yesterday I think the Patriots have more to prove in this game because it is Mac Jones because you know we're trying to figure out what this identity of this team is you know post you're in a t- post Tom Brady uh, life now and but the bills like the bills have some questions and they had a massive loss in Tredavious White which i think is going to really affect them moving forward yeah i i definitely agree i think that you know fortunate for the patriots the last 6 weeks coincidentally if you look at every single team that they've played coincidentally the best player or one of the best players in the team has not played, whether it's Tredavious White or whether it's Julio Jones or Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb. Coincidentally, these players have not played right before the Patriots play them. And then this week, the news out of Buffalo was that he tore his ACL. And so I think that um, we're now looking at that Colts game in two weeks and we're like, okay, Jonathan Taylor, one of our writers was like, I hope he has an insurance policy out on himself because it seems as though every single time the Patriots go to play, someone in the AFC, their best player is out. And I'm like, I really hope that doesn't happen because I'm really looking forward to seeing the Patriots play a fully healthy team for once. That's like the past six weeks, you know, someone's been out. And so when I look at this team on Monday night in the Bills, I think that what's going to be super important is that the Bills get their running game going like Josh Allen cannot be the most consistent runner out there on Monday night. Breda and Singletary have to get things going in order for them to be productive. I think against this Patriots defense, because obviously when you have guys like Dawson Knox, 
Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Stefan Diggs. That is where all the attention is going to be on as far as, you know, Bill Belichick locking down those weapons, those arsenals that he has. And so the running game is going to have to get going, especially if it is cold, 20 degrees and snowing. One thing I've learned since being up here in the Northeast is that <laughs> running the ball is your best choice when it comes to playing in those types of conditions. So if they can't run the ball, it's going to be really interesting on Monday night. Honestly, we might see a really low-scoring affair for both teams. So I, you're a Notre Dame alum, right? I actually worked there for two years. I'm a Virginia Tech alum. Oh, Virginia Tech alum. Okay, I, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. from your from your bio. Okay, so you did spend some time in Notre Dame. Um, what do you yes. think about the Brian Kelly exit and uh, the hiring of Marcus Freeman? I was honestly nauseous. I couldn't believe the reports when I was seeing them on Twitter. I was like, that can't be true. Not Brian <laughs> Kelly. Like, he loves this team. Like, he is this team. Like, he embodies everything about Notre Dame. And so I was kind of just very sick. And, and obviously to see the Teamworks post with his message to the team that night at, like, what, 10, 11 p.m., it was kind of just disheartening in a way to, to see the way that that was handled. But on the flip side, to see Marcus Freeman hired another black coach at Notre Dame right behind, you know, Neil Ivey, I was floored. I was so happy to see Notre Dame move forward with him um, and stick with him because the, the team, the coaches, the fans, I mean, everyone had such high things to say about him. I'm glad that he's getting the opportunity to lead this program. Yeah, I, I think it's actually, you know, who, I, I don't know. When, it, when it's a young coach, it's their first year being, first time being a head coach. We never know if it's going to work. It's either going to work or it's not going to work, you know. And sometimes it doesn't work, and you get another job, and then you coach again. But I do think, interestingly enough, um, and you having been there, knows know about this. Like Notre Dame is, it's not, it's not a straightforward job. Like it's not just coaching college football. Notre Dame is a very specific place. Like there are very high yeah. academic standards. You are expected to graduate everyone. You're expected to keep your not even keep your grades up like excel in the classroom and on the football field there's a lot of different hoops you have to jump through political things as a religious uh overtone to the school like there's there's a lot of different stuff going on there so it's not just that simple but that's why i think it's actually a good move to promote marcus freeman because he already knows all about all that Exactly. I think that that was one of the first things that I learned after being on campus for, you know, a few months at Notre Dame was seeing how different it was as far as like all the students primarily will live on campus for all four years, whereas at other schools, you might live on campus like one year mm-hmm. and then go off campus the other three. Also, there's no fraternities or sororities, whereas like your dorm t- sort of turns into like your sorority or fraternity. Um, and each dorm has kind of like a theme in each dorm where it's kind of similar to a sorority fraternity, but a little different. And so the tradition and the history behind Notre Dame, I think it is so important um, that you have someone, like you said, that already knows, kind of been there, done that, and knows everything that comes along with this program. He's literally the perfect fit. Same with Neil Ivey. I mean, wow, two black head coaches of, you know, their women's basketball team and now their football team. It's just amazing to see Notre Dame do that, and I'm excited to, you know, see – what he's able to do, hopefully, in the college football playoffs, <laughs> considering how things shake out today. Yeah, it's Maybe a, we'll see his first his first game will hopefully be in a college football playoff. It's a it's a big day. A lot a lot can happen over the next couple of hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, we love to see it. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tamara. Uh, make sure you follow her on social media and check out all of her content. Uh, I just tweeted out her handle, but I'm Tamara Brown, and I am. Tamara Brown on Instagram as well. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Enjoy the games this weekend. Thank you so much for having me, Joy.
All right, let's get back to my picks of the weekend, my favorite five and dimes. We'll wrap the show up. Uh, thank you to Tamara Brown for joining us, to Casey Smith and Will Blackman. Um, and we will recap uh, some of the crazy action that's going on right now. Bama George is about to kick off in about 25 minutes. Uh, all of that on the other side on The Joy Taylor Show. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, my God. My headphones died. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was going to say, are you unable to hear DMS? <laughs> I can't hear Rest the greatness. Won't you fly my sleigh tonight? This is an excellent Christmas song, if you haven't heard it. Oh, what a day. So much football left to play. So much on the line. This Georgia-Bama game is going to be be one for the ages. Vanna loses, they're out. They're not getting in with two losses. And that's crazy. That's what I love about college football this year, though, is there's so much parity. And that's what that's what college football is missing. Having this weekend mean that much to the playoffs. And there's, like, the teams that are in. Just fun. It's great to get other fan bases involved, different coasts. That's why it's so important... Lincoln Riley to USC. Like you need the West Coast 
of the United States of America involved in college football. It's just great for the sport. Oh, so heartbreaking. I can't watch this. I cannot watch the ending of Oklahoma State Baylor. I mean, he is a centimeter. He is a centimeter. Does it remind you of that Rams Super Bowl from like 20 years ago? <sighs> was it was it the Titans? Yeah, it was the Titans. I mean, as an Oklahoma student, uh, I don't mind watching that on replay over <laughs> and over and over again. So I'm good with that. <laughs> That's fair, Bo. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I just I think of the I, that's when I think of the kids. Like all this talk about like loyalty and blah, checks and how people leave. Like those are the moments where I'm like heartbroken for for those kids. Like I'm happy for Baylor. It's awesome, but like equally, I I can't imagine the heartbreak of being that close. But that's that's what's so great about sports. It's great about football. The inches are all around us. It's a good rant. Um, thank you to Tamara Brown, a Patriots.com reporter, for joining us. Make sure you go and follow her. Will Blackman, sommelier. Getting that, like, it was really good wine that we had the other night. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fully, like, in on just talking on Instagram live while drinking really expensive wine I didn't have to pay for. That's awesome. And, of course, Casey Smith and Barstool Sports and the Dime Package podcast. Lots of college football action left today. Some big games with big implications. College football playoff. We will have a picture of it after this weekend. Championship weekends. It's been uh, it's been an interesting one already. And we've got a big NFL slate coming up. Don't have to play the uh, sound, but my favorite five Cardinals, Bears, Chargers, Bengals, Jags, Rams, Broncos, Chiefs, and, of course, Patriots, Bills. And then I have Pitt plus four divisional game against the Ravens at Pittsburgh and Denver plus nine divisional game, six and five Broncos against the seven and four Chiefs. Broncos plus nine, Pittsburgh plus four. Thanks for hanging with us today. Really appreciate it. Uh, Good luck, Sam. Well wishes. I'm not even thinking about the game right now. I'm just trying to manage (laughs) the moment. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, everyone, for hanging with us today. If you missed the podcast, I will post it later. Steve Hartman and Jeff Schwartz are next on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.